This is episode four of the Be That Mom Movement podcast. Welcome to your source for tips, tools, and support to help you be that mom that is tuned in and proactive for yourself, your family, and for the wild ride of raising kids in this digital age. Inspired by a mother's love with a relatable, real life, proud to be that mom flair. This is the Be That Mom Movement with your host, Dolly Denson. Hey, hey, here we are again. I'm so excited to be here again. I think I use that same phrase at the start of every episode, so I might need to think of some other ways to change that up. (laughs) But I am glad you were here today. What I want to talk about today is what I am calling the gift of pause. And if you're a Friends fan, then let's call it the gift of pivot, right? So the time of this recording, we are in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. I can't even tell you how many days I have been at home. The days are running together and it still seems so unreal that we are going through this right now. But as I have sat at home, I've had a lot of time to reflect as most of us probably have, but it's almost like a, for me, it's been kind of surreal because on the one side, I have a senior My um, second daughter is a senior in high school, and it's looking more and more like she is going to miss out completely on the end of her senior year. And while celebrations can be moved, uh, and what matters most is that we're all healthy, she is going to miss out on those last weeks of high school. And I think most of us can remember and recall moments in our last weeks of high school where, I'm trying not to get choked up, where we can remember the feeling of, oh my God, I did it. And this is my last time to be here. And it was kind of like they were cut short with that, you know? So it's like they didn't have any closure with that if they don't get to go back. And at this point, I don't think that they will, honestly. But, you know, so we have that. And then we are facing pay cuts for my family with my husband's job, with both of my daughter's way of employment, All of that's being cut at this time. And as a nurse, my job is in a state of flux right now. I have my job, but at this point we are being repurposed and repositioned. And I don't know where I'm going yet. And I don't know what I'm going to be facing. And I have asthma, so that's my biggest concern is with this virus, how it affects the lungs. That's my biggest concern about being out there on the front lines. And I can tell you in my 28 years in healthcare, I've been in plenty of risky situations where I've had to make sure I was very conscientious and took extra precautions to protect myself from whatever it is that the patient I was caring for had. But I've never faced something with so many unknowns and also not really understanding what protection we need to be taking. So on the one hand, There's all of that. There's also the fact that I can't see my mom in person except at a distance or my mother and father-in-law. And I have to worry about my dad who is in Florida in a hot spot, kind of a hot spot area. There's all of that. But then at the same time, if you look at it, there's a beauty to it. There's a beauty to it that it is causing us to take pause and to realize the things that are important right now 
that always should have been the most important, but we had got gotten distracted and the, um, the things that we should be focusing on the most weren't exactly the things we were focusing on because we were too busy and, you know, too distracted. And even with my focus on being mindful and aware of what our children are being exposed to digitally, it's kind of like all of this is magnified or pronounced in the sense that a lot of these things that we should have known and been doing are now being like forced in our face, right? When it comes to the stuff with healthcare, while I have colleagues that are on the front lines and maybe are ill-equipped, I can tell you as a nurse that this is nothing new, us being ill-equipped and not adequately supported. I don't know if the general public knows that, if you're outside of that. And I think this is kind of universal for healthcare and for a lot of these other kind of essential frontline roles that we're seeing right now. But me personally, I'm coming from the standpoint of nursing because that's what I am and that's what I know. But it's nothing new for us to be ill-equipped. It's just been magnified on a tragic and dangerous scale in the fact that now we are facing this unknown and we're ill-equipped. I have worked many a shifts as a charge nurse and not had enough staff or had certain supplies run out or not feeling like management had my back or that they couldn't stand in my shoes in the moment of a crisis. Like I had certain managers that you could count on them. You knew that they understood exactly what you were doing. And then I had other managers that couldn't even pass a med like they were supposed to through the, you know, the different hoops that you have to do in order to give someone a medicine. So this whole ill-equipped and working without what we need is not new. It's just tragically pronounced right now. So what I see and why I call this a beauty of it all is that change is going to come from this. Change is going to come from this on a personal level with how we connect with our family and how, what we value in our family and time that we get to spend with our elders and our young ones. And we're going to look at all of the things that we took for granted like going to the grocery store and not having to worry about being sick, about being able to order off Amazon and getting something the next day. All of those things we are going to look at differently on a personal level and a community level. And then I think on a national and worldwide level too. I think that even though I have colleagues that are in harm's way right now, this will not go for naught. The people that are dying this, even though it's tragic and they are someone's family member, the, all of this is going to have a purpose if we choose to let it have a purpose. And that's where I try to sit and have pause and stillness and to find a purpose in this. And where I come from with this is because of the hurdles that I've had to hurdle through in the last couple of years, some of which I've mentioned in earlier episodes brought me to a place to where I was like, I can sit here and be upset and be mad and be fearful, or I can take what this is and somehow use it for a greater good. And so that's my stance and my encouragement for you today. And I think I kind of skipped over it, but as far as like it magnifying all of the issues 
I do want to say that the screen time, the digital access, that is something that's magnified too, both for us personally and for our children in the sense that now we can see how prolonged exposure to things affects us. You know, if you're sitting on social media or on some news website all day long, consuming all of the information with no filter, with no limitation, with no boundaries, you personally now in a pronounced way can see how that affects you. That is what our children have been dealing with for a while. And things might that don't seem fearful to us could very well have been very fearful for them all of this time since they started getting digital access. So be mindful of that too. And we just need to take a step back and pause and look at everything. Find the beauty in it, find the purpose in it, and then let's do a pivot in our own lives, in our lives as a society, as a community, as a nation, and as a world to make this work for us. So what I want to end with while I'm talking about this today is a prayer this is something that I have been focusing on. If you don't, if you're not someone that prays, just use it as an affirmation, a statement, a reflection. Um, it's all the same thing. It's just whatever label you put on it, honestly. But this is it. Acceptance is the answer to all of my problems and worries today. All is as it should be today. So if you can start with that, start and end your day with that. Acceptance. It can bring you a sense of peace because you can say, okay, I was given this for a reason. This was put on my plate for a reason. Now, what am I going to do about it? And take yourself off of social media and all of the things that take you down the fear rabbit hole. Put yourself in a place of what can I do today to control me and my surroundings and what it is that I'm going to use this for to serve the greater good for us all. I hope this speaks to you. I hope this makes sense. I re-recorded it three times trying to make myself more articulate. So I hope that it speaks to you. Please connect with me and I will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Being that mom isn't easy, but together we can be that mom strong. Don't forget to leave a review, connect on social, and join Dolly's free community. Till next time. Hey, hey, before you go, I just want to let you know that when I reference things in my podcast about not being equipped as a nurse, I'm referencing an employer that I had quite some time ago, and it was kind of just a general thing that happens in healthcare. I am not placing blame anywhere on any place that I have ever worked, and certainly not my current employer who equips us very well and has the best interests for us and our patients that we take care of. But my observation is kind of just a general thing that we notice in healthcare about kind of having to have versatility and flexibility and just making the situations work because none of them are ever going to be perfect. And if you happen to be one of those essential people that's out there right now, whatever industry you are in, thank you so much. And everyone, please stay safe and stay well. I cannot talk and I will talk to you soon.